This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 23rd. Okay, so today is Thanksgiving Eve, and a couple notes that we uh, want to mention uh, that we uh, haven't done throughout the week. Uh, first of all, uh, good luck to all those boys basketball teams out there who have begun uh, their season, uh, or should at least they've begun practice this week. Maybe that's the best way to word it. Good luck to all of those boys basketball teams across the region. Also, you know, we've had wrestling, hockey, girls basketball, all of that is in full swing. So good luck to all of our winter sport athletes out there. Nordic skiing as well. Uh, whatever whatever winter sport I'm missing, you guys have a great uh have a great season, and it all starts uh, with practices that have gone underway this week and the week before and uh, all that good stuff. But speaking of fall of, uh, of fall sports, we'll go back. We'll turn the calendar back like a month, and the WDC cross-country team has announced their 2022 team awards. You can go check out the full list of team awards on our website, wadinaradio.com. Coach Mike Brunsberg announced the team awards for the 2022 season for his boys and girls squads. Uh, boys MVP, Lane Haves. Uh, girls MVP, Britta Sweeney. Uh, most improved boy, Cooper Damlo. Most improved girl, um, Brielle Kern. Uh, there's just a whole bunch uh, of stuff uh, there. Uh, Coach Brunsberg does a great job giving us all this information about his team. And if you want to see the letter winners for Wadena Deer Creek cross country, if you want to see uh, reminded who are who were our players of the week, if you want to know who qualified for the state meet was all conference. Uh, top five, whatever. There's a bunch of results there. Uh, Coach Brunsberg uh, gave us those results, and we have them up on the website for you to check out, wadinaradio.com. Also on our Facebook pages as well, the KWAD Facebook page has that up. Another bit of housekeeping want to take care of, uh, the Bolarama is part of our Radiothon to end child abuse this year. So normally we do the, the Radiothon. It's here up in the radio station. We do that over on the FM side of things. Uh, but this year, we're going to add a little twist. We're still going to have the, the live on-air stuff over on the Superstation, but we're also going to do part of the broadcast from Wadena Lanes, and we're going to do a little bit of bowling, and you guys can help out. So last year on the Radiothon to End Child Abuse, we broke our record for most money donated, and that was awesome, and you guys were great with that. And now we want to see if we can go even further to help out uh, across our surround our, our listening area help out all those people who uh help tackle uh child abuse and that issue in our area and with the superstation bolarama there's a bunch of information on our website uh wadinaradio.com and you can sign up for a bowling team or you can bowl individually all the money goes to the radiothon and it goes to helping that out so you can get out of work for an afternoon, kind of uh, go down to the bowling alley, uh, get some food, and and it's all for a great cause uh, to bowl a couple games. It can be individually as well. More information on how much it costs. And to get signed up, you can go to the website, wadinaradio.com, and get all and get registered and get everything ready to go. So you can just show up and bowl on Thursday, December 1st from 3 to 6 p.m. That is when the Bowlarama part of the Radiothon is. Team of four. Could be friends, family, coworkers, or your bowling team. Join in the fun and help end child abuse. You can even win 
some great prizes along the way. So go to WadenaRadio.com. You can register. You can also register over the phone, 218-631-1803 during our office hours as well. Uh, Again, it's a great cause, and we'd love for people to sign up and bowl and uh, have a great cause and just have a great night. We'll be there broadcasting live. We'll probably be bowling a little bit too so you can see how much better of bowlers you are compared to us here at the radio station. Anyway, so that's to say, uh, please get a team together, sign up, and uh, make it a great night and help out a great cause. That's Thursday, December 1st from 3 to 6 p.m. at Wadena Lanes. More information on the website, wadenaradio.com. All right. Now let's get into a little bit of our state sports here. Uh, first off, uh, nothing really happened last night. There was no big uh, shockwaves through, uh, through I should say, the, the live sporting world. There was, no, there was no games last night. The Wild weren't in action. The Wolves weren't in action. Both teams will play tonight. Actually, you got the trifecta, really. The Timberwolves are taking on the Pacers tonight at 6 p.m., as Corey mentioned a little bit earlier. The Jets are taking on the Wild. Minnesota is taking on the UNLV. I believe they're the running Rebels. Uh, maybe? No. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, UNLV, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. That's at 9.30 tonight on CBS Sports Network. And then, of course, the Vikings taking on the Pats tomorrow. Uh, One thing, I'm going to get my Vikings stuff out of the way, and then I have a Wolves take because unnecessary Wolves drama just is the theme of the season, or really of the franchise. But the Vikings are playing the Patriots, and the one thing is... Guys are getting a little bit banged up. You know, people are asking, have everyone figured out the Vikings? Are they really frauds? And I'd say, no, they're not frauds. We knew they were going to be a good football team. We didn't think they were going to be this good. Uh, but this is a, a good team that's starting to get the injury bug a little bit. The Vikings went through the first half of the season largely unscathed by injuries, but now they have had to deal with it a little bit. Zadarius Smith has a knee injury. He should play. I believe tomorrow, but the snap count will likely be limited like it was on Sunday, um, according to Darren Wolfson of KSTP Sports Channel 5. Um, also, don't expect Christian Derrissaw to play this week or for another game or two. So Christian Derrissaw, the Vikings starting left tackle, not going to be good to go. Justin Jefferson has the turf toe injury. Um, he should expect to play. But again, you're starting to see some of these big guys for the Vikings, these key players on this team, getting banged up. And the thing about that is, especially on the offensive line with Derrissaw, they cannot afford that because... The Cowboys were are the best team in the NFL at generating pressure, at, at getting sacks and getting guys in Kirk Cousins' face. And the Cowboys generally across the league are the best team at doing that. But you want to know what the second best team is at doing that? It's the New England Patriots. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Now the difference is, is the Patriots' offense is big bad, but... That doesn't matter if the the Vikings can't score at all and they can't get anything going on offense. So we're really going to see. This is the first time Kevin O'Connell has really had to meet some adversity. Uh, I know the Eagles game was something, but that was on the road. That was the beginning of the year. They won eight games in a, or seven games in a row after that. So can Kevin O'Connell respond and have a good game plan after a game where they got completely embarrassed 
on Sunday. And now they're going to do it on Thanksgiving, on the on the bright lights. So against a, a winning team in New England, a team that is like the Vikings. They're not that good, but they're finding ways to win. And we'll figure and the Vikings I don't believe have ever beat Bill Belichick. So that's going to be another interesting chess match between Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach of all time, maybe second greatest, depending on where you put Don Shula. And then you also have Kevin O'Connell, who, by the way, was drafted by the New England Patriots in like 2006, 2007. So Kevin O'Connell knows Bill Belichick pretty well. We'll see what this chess match is like between uh, those two guys in that matchup. I still think the Vikings pull out a win, but in typical Vikings fashion, I think it is going to be pretty ugly. We'll see. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. A lot of times. Uh, so, we'll we'll see what happens. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is unnecessary Wolves drama. So, Rudy Gobert, the, the big trade piece, the one that the, the Wolves traded for, uh, gave up four first-round draft picks, gave up all of the players, including their first-round pick this year, they, uh, Walker Kessler, who seems like he has the, it seems like he'll be a productive NBA player. You also gave up Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly, uh, Malik Beasley. You gave up a whole list of guys to bring in Rudy Gobert. And it's been a slow start. We've talked about that enough. And the fans have booed sometimes, uh, and especially, I believe, when they were losing to Miami at one point go, uh, on Monday night. And Rudy Gobert said, you know, fans shouldn't boo. Hey, fans got to be in it for the long haul. Fans have to whatever. Like, they can't boo us. And yeah, I mean, I get it. I get his sentiment. I don't think Rudy Gobert's wrong for thinking the way he feels, which is like, man, it's November. Give us some time to figure this out. I get we're frustrating, but like, we'll like if yeah, give us some time to figure this stuff out. Give us some breathing room here, man. Like, cheer us, help us, help us. Don't be, you know, don't boo us. Don't you know, that doesn't do anything for us. Whatever. I understand why Gobert said it. Also, at the same time, the Wolves are showing passion which is something that the Wolves fans typically don't do. Usually the target center is pretty dead up until about last season. So at least fans are showing up and they care about this basketball team, first of all. that's The fact that he said it isn't as much of a drama is the fact of that Chris Finch then went on Paul Allen's radio show and said, you know, if people boo... Just play better, essentially. Like, who cares? Like, you play better. Give them a reason not to boo. Don't give them any reason to jeer you and and all that good stuff. And that, so that's a little... He's kind of subtweeting, kind of uh, basically not throwing his player under the bus because I don't think he said it by name, but he might as well have. Anthony Edwards said the same thing. I'm not saying there's any locker room tension. I think this is largely overblown, but just... Keep in mind, just keep all this in mind, because right now the Wolves have another opportunity to pick up a good win against the the Pacers tonight, and then I believe they have a game against Golden State on Sunday at the Target Center. I can't quite remember, but my point is they should pick up a couple wins here in the next couple weeks, and we'll see how good this Timberwolves team can actually be, you know? Uh, it's frustrating that the Wolves can't quite put it together. Uh, it's classic Timberwolves fashion. So one could say, with all the drama and the underperformance, that... Wolves back to being the Wolves. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 23rd. Everybody have a happy and great Thanksgiving weekend. 
The Premier League soccer season is heating up. Turn to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network for the best bets and analysis for this week's features. Subscribe to Betting Weekly Premier League today wherever you get your podcast. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.